Welcome here to Superpowered Pop with Dan Tortora. Proud to be here with you. You can find us 24-7 on superpoweredpop.com. You can go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at superpoweredpop as well. And I'm very proud on this show, a very special broadcast, to have Robin Shelby back. A lot of you know Robin as Slimer, Lady Slimer. She's done so much work over the years, uh, beautiful, beautiful work that she's put out into the community. Obviously, uh, a classic, something that continues to grow over time and continues to touch the lives of people from you know decade to decade are these Ghostbuster movies, and we know that there's going to be a new one in the continuation of the original timeline, which is a beautiful thing. So we'll be talking about that and so much more. But Robin has so many different projects that she's working on and different things that she's done in, in her history. So this, this show is going to go to a lot of different places. But I have to say before we bring her in, one of the sweetest people I've ever had on any of my shows. So Robin, with that being said, welcome to the broadcast. Oh, Dan, you're so sweet. Thank you for having me. It's good to be talking to you again. Absolutely. And Robin, I kind of just want to open the door here. What have you been working on recently? I want to I want to get everybody involved in, in just kind of what's in your here and now. So, you know, tell us what, what's been going on. Um, I, we're still uh, we're working on the web series. My husband writes it and, and directs it and is also in it. And it's called Two Cops in a Car. Um, basically, it's about two inept cops on the stakeout. And we play the two inept cops that run into some crazy people in situations. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So we're getting ready to gear up and shoot a couple of more episodes of that, hopefully in the next month or so. Um, and I also just got cast in a short film called Sins Unveiled, which I'm really excited about. I just found out about it a little while ago. Um, so I'm, I'll be shooting that shortly after next week, which is FanFest, Ghostbusters uh, FanFest at Sony, which will be fun too. And, and I want to speak with you on, on that uh, Ghostbusters Fan Fest because I want to get back to Two Cops in a Car in a second. But just what you can say about Fan Fest and just, you know, what your thoughts are about all of that and kind of and kind of what's going on with with that. Because I know that this is going to be a huge thing on the Sony lot. And I know that, you know, there's a lot of a lot of stuff around it, a lot of a lot of energy around it, a lot of positivity around it. Because, of course, you know, this is this is the world of Ghostbusters. So just what you can tell us about it. It's just a big reunion, really. A bunch of uh, cast members and crew. We're all going to be getting together um, on the Sony lot. Uh, it's they're screening Ghostbusters that's still been having, I believe, a, a cocktail party after on Friday, and then Saturday is the event on the Sony lot with all the the cast and crew. And it's going to be fun for me. It's like kind of reunion time. I get to see some some cast members and crew that I haven't seen in a very long time, as well as some fans that I've gotten to know over the years that I don't get to see very often. So it'll be. I can't wait. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And and just, you know, kind of what are, you know, what's kind of the, the thoughts of like what's what's to go on there? I mean, what will you be doing and, and what's, do you have anything set up? Like how, if for somebody that's never been, been there before or experienced something like this before with so many Ghostbusters fans, what's, what can you tell us about what it's supposed to be like, maybe what the feel of it is? I think it's just going to be a, a, a get together for all the fans just to walk around to, to, to meet their favorite Ghostbusters people um, and to just kind of be with each other and celebrate the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters and the 30th anniversary of Ghostbusters too. Um, it's something that this is a once in a lifetime, like never done before thing on the Sony lot. So it's going to be kind of new to me. Um, I've done some conventions before, but this is, it's really unique. It's very, it's just Ghostbusters themed completely. So I, mean, I, I, it's, it's, it's new. So we'll see how it goes. I know it's going to be, so much fun and uh, a lot of people are 
are just dying for the next weekend. They can't wait. I'm, I'm with them. I can't wait either. So, you know, to, to have, like you said, it's going to be something new and it's going to be, you know, something different. Hey, can you can you liken it? I mean, because it's new, I mean, is there anything about it that maybe feels like something else you've done for Ghostbusters? Or does this kind of just, you know, going to live in its own world, so to speak? It is going to live in its own world. Like I said, this is really, it's never been done before, where it's just kind of a, a fully uh, themed Ghostbusters uh, get-together and event. And it, it's being put on by Wizard World and Sony. And um, it's just going to be... It's gonna be one. It's, it's it's once once a unique once in a lifetime event. It's completely never been done before. So, um, I it'll be, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun to, to see what happens, and uh, I know everybody's gonna have a great time. So, and so there's, there's Ghostbusters Fan Fest that's gonna be coming up. Who are you looking forward to? I mean, are, are we bringing everybody back? I mean, is 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 you know everyone here that's that's living with us? Can we expect that all to be there? Um, you can go onto miserable.com and look at the fan fest, look at the lineup. So many people are going to be there. And that's what's so wonderful about it and so unique about it. It's like it's, there's never been kind of a collection of all the all the guests of the cast and crew put together in one spot before. Um, so it, it's quite amazing what they put together. Um, Wizard World has done a great job getting so many people from one and two together. So um, I encourage you to go onto the, the website and check it out, but so many of your favorites will be there and and for you i mean you have relationships obviously with with people that have been in these movies as well just just what you can say about you know some of those some of those relationships that you value the most i know we talked about it when you were on the show uh, a little bit back here a couple months ago but just what you could say about you know some of those it's not just being on a movie set but ultimately building friendships it is when i, when I shot uh, ghostbusters 2 it was pretty much the special effects team at ILM, and they're amazing. They're the best of the best. Um, I worked with them, so I really didn't have to work. I, I didn't get a chance to meet really any of the the stars. They already shot the their their principal photography before it even got to me. So I I basically was alone with the special effects crew, um, and then they put it all together at the end. But um, I since then I, I did get to meet. Um, uh, so many of the cast members, and actually, while we were shooting, Bill Murray showed up um, on the set. I, I I love telling the story about how he just kind of randomly showed up, and and at the end of the day, it turned the the soundstage at Island into basically a party, which was <laughs> so much fun. And and what can you say about the the personality? of Bill Murray because like you said he just kind of shows up and turns it into a party he he has a very unique personality I feel like when Bill's in the room you know Bill's in the room what can you say to that he's just random and wonderful I'm just as funny and nice as I'd hoped he'd be when I met him um it's just um off the cuff you never know what to expect um which is kind of that I think people know that about him he's just kind of he does what comes to his mind and and but he's so kind and funny and supportive and he spent the day with us and just kind of took it all in and it was a real treat i mean i was like a kid in a candy store meeting him i was i was i was in awe i mean i was very young and i i you know just to meet one of your idols um that's right in front of you it's it's kind of an amazing experience he's definitely one of those people he's definitely one of my idols speaking here with robin shelby here on super powered pop with dan tortora and Robin, you know, from from Bill Murray to Dan Aykroyd to Sigourney Weaver, obviously the late Harold Ramis, Rick Moranis, Ernie Hudson, Annie Potts, and and so on and so forth. When 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 we read off these names and these people and just what they've 
done with their careers and to be around that. I think you had said last time that you, you know, have gotten to spend some time with Ernie Hudson and, you know, obviously Harold, you know, is, is going to mean so much for forever and ever. And I had the, the honor of speaking with his daughter, Violet. I mean, this is, this, this, this family from this movie are, are these very, very, you know, big, big names, people that have worked so, so hard in this. And you're a piece of this to be a part of the, of this history for you. I mean, everybody that's worked on it, the cast and crew, you know, everyone behind the scenes and in front of the scenes to, to, to know that you're going to be remembered forever. I mean, this, this has got to be something tremendous. When I, when I got the job, it, 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 it was a lot to take on. Like I said, I was, I was pretty young starting out and, um, I just didn't want to freak myself out. I, it, it was bigger than me and I knew it, but I didn't want to focus on that because I figured I, it would just stress me out and I wouldn't be able to just go and have fun. So I just tried to uh, go in there and not, because let's, let's face it, like Slimer from the first film, it's big shoes to fill. People love that character. Um, they absolutely love that character. So I wanted to do a good job. I really wanted to go in and, and make the fans happy and make everybody else happy with character. So, but I, I went in day by day, just listened to what they told me to do and just tried to, tried to do the best I could do with what they wanted for me for that film. And, um, it, looking back at it now, I didn't realize the effect it would have on my, on my life, to be honest. Like the people that I've met, the experiences I've had because of it, I never would have guessed that 30 years later, never. And, and, you know, when you, when you have that, I mean, to know that, that people know you as Slimer, is that, is, I mean, for you, is that, because some people say like, oh, the typecast or they got this and that. I mean, if you're walking down the street and, you know, you got those true Ghostbuster fans that, you know, know that you put on the costume and know that you, you know, voice Lady Slimer and the new one and whatnot. I mean, is it surreal? Is it strange for someone to be like, Slimer, what up? When you're in like the grocery store. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's happened this time or two. Mostly, like, obviously at conventions, the, the fans know who the people are that are involved with film, so they know who I am. But it has happened um, where I've, I'm walking in, like, Ralph's grocery store, and somebody's like, oh, my gosh, aren't you blah, blah, blah. I'm honored. I mean, I I, I embrace it. I, I don't run from it. I don't I don't hate it. I love it. It's actually – I'm, I'm so proud to be a part of the franchise. I'm a little piece of the pie, but I'm, I'm, I'm very honored to be part of that. Speaking here with Robin Shelby here on Superpowered Pop with Dan Tortora. Robin, I, I want to get back to one of the projects that, that you were speaking about, and that's Two Cops in a Car that you do with your husband. Mm-hmm. Hey, what you know? What kind of made you want to create this this series? What was kind of built around it? Why two cops? Why why have these inept cops on on a you know in the car <laughs> on a stakeout and whatnot? Like, what made you feel like like this was an idea you wanted to pursue? Well, the first series that we produced, it was called Far From the Tree. Um, and that was kind of, initially that was my idea based on some of my family members, but blowing it up 10,000 times bigger than it actually was and making a comedy out of it. And um, and Two Cops in a Car is my husband's idea. And then he just we was kind of throughout, throughout a bunch of ideas for, for a web series. And this is one that stuck and, and we had a lot of ideas of what to do with it. And it was just sitting around and brainstorming. And we do it to stay creative. We do it to uh, keep sharp and keep creative and have fun and do what we love to do. And and when you when you do something like this, and you know, in the world we live in today, that you can create a web series that you can kind of can create and control your own content. You can release your own content. You can find avenues. You know, back in the day where you have to 
you know, worked to, you know, get permission and have somebody buy it and, and release it and publish it and whatnot. Now in the world that we have, you can create your own thing, put it out there yourself, let people see it, let it grow, let it blossom. What does that mean to you that the internet has really provided you an opportunity, all of us an opportunity to share our work the way we want to without having to go through hoops and, and jump through this and that, that we can really just create it, release it and see what people think. Right, exactly. It's an open door for any new actor. If, if you're out there and you're listening and you want to get in the industry, it's, it's, it's a wide open door. You just have to create your own opportunities and, and film it and, and do what you love. It, 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 like you said, it never was like that before where cameras are now so they're inexpensive. You can, you can have a very low budget and shoot something that can show off what, what you can do. And um, it's, it's invaluable to create your own material. You almost have to. Um, and I would completely encourage people to hook up with, with writers and directors and actors and create your own stuff. There's nothing like it. It's very, it's so rewarding to sit back and then watch, watch what you've done and people enjoy it, which is amazing. It's a great feeling. What would you, you know, I, I know that you just gave some advice on, you know, get your stuff out there and let people see it. But what, what, what other advice would you give to somebody who wants to act or wants to write or who wants to direct and is trying to – maybe they didn't go to school for it and they don't have any connections. How do they break into this thing? How do they, how do they get an opportunity? Because I know I got to be an extra on a movie set and they were telling us, oh, well, if you're an extra – and you get three day, you know, three days that you're on, you're on set. If we pay you union pay, then you can apply for Screen Actors. I didn't know any of these rules or thoughts or anything. So, you know, if if somebody's listening that knows nothing about it and says, "I want to be an actor," what can you tell us about steps or ideas? Um, it's it's getting trained, going to going to some classes, and that's twofold why you take class. It's like you you sharpen your skills, but you also network with other actors who are eventually going to be moving up with you. And you, you kind of meet other people that you can kind of grow with and create your own careers with. Um, I, I, I definitely say class. And also, with this industry, I know I've had, growing up, even some family members say, you really need something stable. You know, this, this might not be the best industry to get into. And I would say, if you have something else that you love, do it. But if, if this is what you really want to do and you need to do it, don't let anyone tell you that you can't. Just go for it and keep your eyes on the prize and just just train and meet people and, and, and go for it. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't. So you feel like going that class route, getting around other people that are trying to do the craft and building some friendships and maybe bouncing ideas back and forth, like that would be the way for, for some people to go, to get themselves in classes to not only learn but to get themselves around some other people. Absolutely. I mean, but, but it, it's, it's all about, you know, friendships and relationships. And, and if you're just, if you're sitting at home and not, not meeting other people, not getting out there, not learning, not sharpening up your skills, you're going to have a much harder time. But if you get out there and, and, and find yourself a class that you, 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 you like the teacher and what they have to say and the students, you could network together. And that, that, that's, that's the best advice I could give. It's the best way to kind of keep moving and growing and, and keep moving up on the, the ladder of your career. But again, don't give up. Another, so many, so many people might try to tell you it's not a good idea. Don't do it. But if you have to, just keep it up. Don't stop. 
that coming from Robin Shelby. And, and Robin, besides two cops in a car, what else do you have going on? I, I know that you, you know, on your social media, on your Facebook and whatnot, you'll announce if you have a commercial coming up or an idea and different things. You're you're always interacting with fans and, and you know, replying yeah. to them and whatnot. What, what other things are we working on here? What else can you tell us? Uh, like I said, I got cast in a, in a, a short film. Um, it's called Sins Unveiled. And basically, it's about a small town that deals with prejudice and hate in a small town. And it's got a great message to it. I can't give too much away, uh, but basically, that's the crux to it. It's got a, it's got a wonderful message to it. So um, you can always go to my website. And when it's available, when it's shot and done, and I put everything on my website in the news section. So if you go to robinshelby.net, you can uh, click on news and you'll see what's coming up, like what what events I might be at or, or what might be airing that you might be able to see. It's all right there. So if they go to robinshelby.net and they can see all these pieces and different things that are that are coming up and that you're working on, is there anything that you haven't done up to this point? I'm sure this answer is you know, probably going to be yes because there's, there's always, you know, when you're hungry, there's always something else that you can do and, and there's things that come up from time to time. But, you know, are, are there other ideas or, or other things that you've, you've thought about in the past that maybe stick out to you or do you kind of just take it as it comes when it comes to, you know, getting involved in something else? You mean as far as like a future project that I might yeah. be wanting to do? Is that yeah. What you mean? If there's like a project that maybe sticks out to you or maybe something you want to work on or if you kind of just, you know, the ideas come as you go. The ideas come as I go. Um, it, it, the one thing about acting is so funny. Right when you think you're at the end of your rope and you're never going to get another job again, and you're sitting there on a Thursday night saying, oh, what am I doing? You know, nothing's happening. You get a, a message from your agent or manager that you got cast in something or you have an audition on a lot the next day. So it can turn on a dime. And that's kind of what I love about this career. It's like you just never know. You just never know. And, and to not know what's coming up and, and what's going on, I mean, for you, what fuels you to keep going? What makes you want to keep doing it? What makes you, you know, just get up every morning and say, you know, this is what I love, this is what I do? Because I tell people all the time, you learn very quickly whether you love you, whether you, whether you truly love something or whether you think you love something. I think I love it and I love it are two totally different things. What makes you love I, it every day? I love, I love giving a message. I like, I like making people laugh. I love doing a project. Um, if it's a, a, a dramedy that has a message and, and it, it maybe might show, show somebody something they didn't know or change their mind on a particular issue, making people think. I think I think as an actor, that's like the the biggest thing that you have in the palm of your hand is you can do a project and it can have a huge impact on a lot of people. Whether it, like I said, whether it's like somebody's really down and they see something fun that you did and it makes them laugh, or vice versa, like they, you know they watch something that really touches them because it made it made them think about something a little more a little more serious, you know, about a, a political issue or a, or a, a social issue. Um, but I, I think I, I love I love affecting people. One way or another, I think that's what keeps me going. And you talk with your fans before I let you go. I want to get to this, Robin. You know, you you really interact with your fans. Uh, it's something that Eric Bunch, who's who's worked with me here on Super Powered Pop before, he said, you know, and he's and he said it to you. You know, you're so good about how you you know reach out to everybody, and you're so kind, and you're always trying to spread 
positivity and you're trying to spread love and just just what you can say about you know that importance to you of being a positive voice out there on social media and being one of the people that takes the time to answer when a fan sends you a, a question or a thought or a thank you or whatever it may be right i think with, with fans i think i would be i would be working if it wasn't the fans are so supportive of what i do um I've had a few people say, are you too accessible online? And I don't, I don't think I am. And I think what I give out, I get back like twofold from, from the fans. So, um, they're, they're, they keep me going and they, they appreciate my work and I appreciate them for being there for me. Um, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, I, I love that. I love, I love the fact that, um, they, they definitely keep me going without the fans and their support. And it's, it's almost like, I, I feel sometimes when I put something out there, like, Hey, I got a call back for a film or whatever. I feel like it's almost the win for me is a win for them. They take it like it's a it's a victory for them as well. And that's pretty powerful. That's pretty cool. And as far as being positive on social media, you see so many negative so many negative things. And and I try to be what I want to see in the world and that's not hate and that's not negativity, that's not bashing people. I try to do the exact opposite. If you can't it's it's the old adage, if you can't say something nice, just don't say it. Yeah, and I think if you're online, if you if you can't encourage somebody, if you're going to say something that's going to cut, cut anyone down or, or or be you know against any particular person, walk away and just don't say it because we have enough of that. We, we I, I'd love to see people just show a lot more respect, you know, to each other and use social media on a, on a more think what we can do if everybody was just posting encouraging, loving messages to each other and trying to get people to to, to lift themselves up and not break each other down and that, that's what I try to do is, is lift people up and, I, and they do that for me so I, just, I try to put it back out in the universe well, and that's the thing that you know I, I've talked about on, on on this show, on you know all the shows that we've done, Dan on Disney and Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora is that you know social media was created to bring people together it was created to make the world a smaller place and get you out to your friends and have you, you know, rekindle relationships with people that, you know, you might have went to elementary school with or lost touch with in college or somebody that, you know, you used to work with and whatnot. When I was a kid, if I wanted to talk to Robin Shelby, I had to find, you know, I find a way somewhere to find an address write you a letter, hope that it got there, hope that it was the right address, hope that you read it and not a publicist or somebody else, hope that you responded, hope that you cared enough, hope that it came back to me at some point. And now you can go on any part of social media, you can go on to Twitter and you can write to your favorite actor or actress, you can write to your favorite sports player, you can write to your favorite musician. And I thought, you know, to me, like nine-year-old, eight-year-old me is like, Oh my God, if I had this, this is so cool. I would have written a, my favorite basketball player, Damon Stoudemire and all this. And, and it just, it, it drives me crazy that people use this in such a, a wrong way. It's such a, a, exactly. a, a, you know, a distasteful way, because think about you growing up, me growing up, you know, if we had the opportunity to talk to, you know, our idols and the people that we loved watching in movies and we love seeing in entertainment and here, there and everywhere. I mean, this would be such a tremendous thing for us. And I just feel like people having everything at their fingertips now have to remember that you have such a wonderful, easy way to get out to the people that we never had a chance to get out to. So use it wisely. Right. Absolutely. And even if it's not content, 
contacting a star or, or, or a, a sports figure, it's just putting out things that are going to make a positive impact. And not, you know, like I said, there's so much negative, as we all know, out there. And that's going to happen on its own. It's, it, I don't want to contribute to that. I want to contribute to to making people feel better, not not worse. That coming from Robin Shelby here on Super Powered Pop with Dan Tortora. Robin, as always, I appreciate the time. I do want to get to a one final piece here. I know that we don't know much about it, but Ghostbusters 3, I'm ecstatic. I know Bunch is ecstatic. This is something we've been waiting for. I I wanted, you know, I, I saw all of the movies. Obviously, I saw one, two, and I saw Answer the Call. And, you know, there, there's there was that hope that there would be continuity for one and two, and then with Answer the Call. Now we're going to see Ghostbusters 3. We're going to see some continuity. We're going to be back in that original universe. What are your thoughts on it, I guess, first and foremost? What do you think about the fact that we are going back to the timeline of where it all began? Well, I'm as excited as you. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't wait. I, I hope it, and I, fingers crossed it's going to be even better than any of the other films and even funnier, and the fans will just embrace it. Um and, you know, if they ask me, I, I honestly, you, you asked me earlier um, on on Facebook if, I, if I'd heard anything, if I knew anything about it. And the truth is, honestly, I don't. Um, but if they should ask me to be involved down the road, how could I ever say no in, in any aspect? I would I would be very happy to, to be a part of that. The franchise means, means so much to me that if they were to say, hey, do you want to, you know, you want to be a part of it and have this one line, whatever. It wouldn't matter. I would, I would be, I would be floored. I'd be so happy. So, but I, I'm like you. I'm excited. I can't wait to see um, the product. I can't. I, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. And like I said, I just hope it's it, it's great for the fans. I think the fans are are flipping over the fact that there's a new a, a new piece to the puzzle for Ghostbusters coming coming our way. And when we see this, you know, they release that that teaser trailer. That you know, we get to see very, very little, but it had fans, and we talk about the internet and the the power of the internet. I mean, people were going crazy over this thing of just seeing a very, you know, a very short. I mean, we're just we're looking in the dark. We're in this old garage, and and all of a sudden, you know, as as we go are into this barn, and as we go in there, we're seeing you know the the Ghostbusters. You know, we're seeing the the Ecto, and we're seeing summer twenty twenty. We're seeing the Ghostbusters logo. All of a sudden, the sheet comes off. We see the car, and this is all that people get. But people went absolutely insane on this over the internet. How did you respond to it? I mean, what did you think about it? I know you said you're excited, but this is such a very simple moment and just a very simple, you know, kind of little teaser thing. But fans went ecstatic over this thing. That's why it was so brilliant. It was so little, but it was so effective. What he did with it just... It, 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 you got, it got you excited. It did exactly what it was meant to do. You know, look, we have this project coming. Here, Here's a little a little teaser. And I, I flipped just with everybody else. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was amazing. I loved it. And so with this, you know, obviously Harold Ramis uh, isn't here with us. So we have Ernie Hudson and we have Dan Aykroyd and we have Bill Murray and, and, and other pieces that may come to it. But you know, what What do you think of that? I mean, I, I would imagine that they're going to have an ode to Harold Ramis in this, either a, a fallen friend, you know, there'll be, I, I would I would expect to see something here that would honor him. But what do you think about the team moving on without, you know, obviously one of their Ghostbusters? Like you said, I, 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 they're going to handle it respectfully either way. I, I, I don't know how they're going to handle it. Obviously, I don't know the script, but 
I, I trust that it'll be, Harold Ramis is such a, a, a huge key to the whole Ghostbusters franchise and, and we all so very loved. I'm sure they're going to, they're going to take, you know, great care in making sure that he's honored in some way in the film. I, 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 I don't doubt that at all. That coming from Robin Shelby. Ghostbusters 3 fans are really excited about it. You can check out Two Cops in a Car. You can look it up on Facebook. A great web series that Robin and her husband have going on, her husband Sean. So I want to thank you, Robin, for everything that you're putting out, all the work that you're doing. And obviously, if you go to RobinShelby.net, you can see, as Robin said, where she's going to be going, all the events and, and different fan fests and, and festivals and, and conventions that you'll be at. And, and obviously, we'd love to have you back here on Super Powered Pop. You have been tremendous with me from the day that I met you. So you're just a really down-to-earth, humble person. And I think that, you know, you you. serve as an example for all of us that when you find success and you live your dreams, you still got to appreciate every step you take. Thank you. That's that's such a great point. Being appreciative and that's key. It's like appreciating everything that you have. And instead of... One one quick thing before I go, I think like when... When you feel down, instead of looking at the things you don't have, check out the things that you that you do have and the opportunities you've been given, and that that'll help. Because there's so many times, especially in my industry, when when you might be thinking, "Oh no, what's what's the next job? What's going to happen?" But you think of everything that you've been given, and you can't help but smile. And that can go through any career. Just think of the opportunities and good things that you do have, the family that you have, the friends that love you, the all the good things, and, and uh, it's always always a, a wonderful thing to do. That coming from Robin Shelby. Robin, thank you for those words. Couldn't ask for any better way to end it, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Thanks, Dan. Take care of yourself.